0: And hello again, dear ones. Rev Briz with you over here. Rev C right here. And this is Ministers Talking Shit. Happens every Friday morning, 7 a.m. on the Mountain Time Zone. Thank you for being with us. Feel free to chat along, chime along, sing along, join in in any way you feel appropriate. And uh, we want to get started today by say uh, saying a belated Happy Fourth of July, and we hope you didn't get shot because uh, it was a pretty violent week around the United States as far as uh, this continuing, I was going to say the continuing battle, um, but I don't want to put any more violence on top of it. So uh, it's the continuing spirit of spirit. Maybe that's the American way these days. See, is it seems it at least just you know okay i just could pull out my gun and start shooting yeah it's it's this we
1: the, the society of uh individualism and consumerism has put us in a position i believe that is going to require us to have all hands on deck
0: yeah, exactly. Because however, that's not what we're gonna talk about today, you look folks. It up,
1: and it's all about me. Everything's me. That's I mean, that's the only reason you can go out and shoot up 13 people.
0: Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Um however, we decided we didn't want to talk about guns this morning, folks. So we're gonna talk about change <laughs> instead. Um, because uh well, you know, we're we're a philosophy of change, but uh we want to say a quick good morning to Linda. Thank you for being with us, dear one. Grateful you're here. Go ahead, hit that share button. Let some friends know what you're doing here this morning. And if you have comments, folks, please, again, feel free to join the conversation. Add a comment, even if you're watching at a later date, at a later time on a replay. Uh, leave a comment. We'd be more than happy to, to interact with you as we are able. And you're always welcome to send an email, at ntmedia.org as well um, so so we decided we didn't want to talk about gun violence. Uh, we wanted to talk about change because yeah. um, well, it seems evident there's a lot of things that are changing right now um, in our society in our culture, not just in North America but across the planet um, And if we look at it in just the the short, it, it just in my short fifty-five years on the planet, we've seen a lot of really profound change, and uh, and it's continuing. Um, where should we jump in, Z? Where you want to start?
1: Well, I mean, the first place we I think it's imperative that we start is the weather. Right now, we've been hearing about climate change and weather i mean people have given it all kind of names to try not to deal with it right They're kicking the can down the road so to speak right but this in in one week we've had the hottest day on record on the globe average temperature in this week yesterday The average temperature of every place on the planet was 63 degrees, which beat two days previous uh, from being the highest day. (laughs) It was, and I forget the place in China. It was like 110 degrees at some city in China.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: So when you start thinking about the ramifications of this, just that change Now we've already talked about, the glacier melting and and the water rising. I mean, you do the math. I mean, it it doesn't take long that change is inevitable as the the saying goes and it is being proven right now.
0: Yeah, um, absolutely. I know you're well aware here in Colorado, Uh, we've had, everybody's talking about, we've had a very wet and long spring. Um, We had a a fairly long winter, it seemed. And now, our traditional two to three weeks of hail season has turned into six or eight weeks at this point. Um, They were calling for uh, baseball-sized hail out on the eastern plains, out of the airport. The airport was on a ground cold for many hours yesterday for six hours they weren't allowed to move planes on the ground at dia yesterday and i know the uh the midwest is experiencing a heat wave we just keep getting um and i remember as a kid that was one of the things they told us was uh, storms have become more violent the, the the differences, the swing in temperatures would become more dramatic. And I don't think we've had one this year, but last year we had here in Colorado, we had several days that had 40, 50, even 60 degree temperature swings in in one day. One day. Uh, and that's the kind of change that uh, I don't know that we're going to be able to manage that. I think we <laughs> have to I think we have to figure out ways to. Uh, survive this change not uh, is there is I know you're not a climate scientist but is there really any going back uh, on this one I don't think so
1: I don't think so because you know one thing we teach in this teaching is that everything is connected and that there is a critical there's a tipping point right so we know that weather, that these weather changes are now gonna affect animal behavior, plant behavior. When you can grow, when you can't grow, it's gonna start affecting availability of water, which will again begin to affect the quality of the air. I mean, we begin to look at these things in a, in a systematic, holistic way. And we see, when you start pulling one string, a whole bunch of stuff starts unraveling, right? And so now we're we're talking about change. This just you know, we're talking about the weather. Just think about the change in I don't even want to go here, politics, right? Or 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 human relations or or you know uh relationship or the change in how we have to educate our kids now. Change is on the rise right now in everything that we do, and we have to pay attention.
0: It's, um, you said (laughs) said the magic word, politics, (laughs) right? I reflected in the beginning, uh, uh, in the pre-show that, uh, there's that ancient philosophical statement that to, uh, to ignore politics is to be ruled by lesser men. But it feels like even if you're involved in paying attention to politics, we're, we're, we're down to the least you know the, the the least evil if you will not that we believe too much in evil but but who's going to do the least amount of harm mm-hmm. to our government to our planet to our, our systems and and it seems like the prevailing attitude is ah, screw it rip it tear it all down
1: right. right and
0: and i don't know that that works either because you tear it all down, then we're vulnerable to, to all kinds of weird and stuff. Yeah,
1: it, it, it's, you know, we, we found ourselves. I mean, I just I saw something where uh, DeSantis was making some kind of statement. I don't know they there's supposed to be a Republican debate or they're trying to get a Republican debate or he's trying to rebate Trump. I don't know. It changes. Looks like every day. But
0: <laughs> uh
1: you know be, he's saying
0: it's gonna be a tough debate with Donald in jail. I'm gonna say that right oh off the bat. God.
1: You know, he's saying and and I don't know if he was alluding to that, but he was saying he was gonna show up whether Donald showed up or not. Now I don't know if Donald said he's not going to debate him. That would be an interesting entertainment that I would love to watch, actually. Uh him and him and him and Trump going <laughs> to a debate. Um but you know, when we when we think about when you know. Right now, a lot of educational systems, a lot of school systems, are changing. Affirmative act is, uh, uh, the 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 appeal of affirmative actions is going to change how colleges educate, because the the the, the, the in a lot of places, the diversity and the, and the uh, mix of ideas and 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 uh, cultures and different ways of learning are going to be minimized unless you know the leaders of these institutions begin to uh do the right thing as they say i mean you know they had the oldest the 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 lynchpins in this was the oldest private and the oldest public universities in the country north carolina and harvard right right yeah now you know public and private institutions so you know now it's going to be interesting to see how those numbers fall out they won't you won't see it this year, right? Because the recruiting classes they, they've already made the answers to this, right? Uh, you know, so next year and going forward, it will be uh interesting. And uh, you know, the statisticians are taking numbers right now of who's there so they can track it.
0: Oh, yeah, we have to, you know, it's equity never happens at the hands of the oppressed, hmm. no. Equity happens because the ruling class, if you will, is forced mm-hmm. because the ruling class is left with no other no other avenue <clears throat> through which to oppress. All right. Um, I saw one of those little memes that uh, image cartoons type things this morning. And it's a group of people and a man cracking a whip. And on the first panel, he's cracked the whip. And everybody has bowed down except for one. And then on the next panel, he cracks the whip and there like five people are standing. So that one guy inspired four others to stand up. Mm -hmm. And on the third panel, he cracked, he's cracking the whip, but everybody has stood up. Right. And that really is, we're somewhere in between one person and everybody. Yeah. We've got a lot of people that are that are willing at one at a time to stand up but we haven't mm-hmm. yet reached that critical mass of of, of everybody standing up and saying right. enough of this already
1: I mean look at look at what happened over in France with you know uh, uh you know something that we have going on here right where the the police shot a 14 year old on a car. I, uh, you know, I don't know, I haven't followed it that close to know all the circumstances. I saw the pictures. But as a result, right. the citizens went, you know, they, they responded. Now, whether it was the best response or not, you know, I mean, okay, we can, you know, destroy property and so forth. We could we could debate that, right? But the idea that you just spoke about about people standing up, about, I mean. He's a 14 year old kid. You got the car. You got the tag number. You know who he is because I think they had this ID or whatever. Why shoot him? Shoot the tire. If you're right, you right, he was right there on the car. Shoot. The, if you think he got to shoot, shoot the tire. He's a 14 year old kid with his hands on the steering wheel. Why are you shooting?
0: Yeah. I mean, <clears> officer <throat> safety. Yeah. Officer, <laughs> yeah and then and then to kick it all off uh the french president macron comes out makes a statement and blames it all on video games oh God. right I didn't hear and, that. It, i'm glad it, i didn't all, hear that all all the <laughs> violence in the street all this uprising is not about people saying we've had enough of police gun violence police abuse if you will but it's all about um it's all about, it's all about the video games. It's just because we're playing too many video games.
1: And you know, I I, I I'll give him a, a a half a credit, right? Not on the video games, but on the applications, right? So we know another change is on the way, right? Between the thread, what you're going to pull the thread or talk to tweet, right? Now we got Zuckerberg and 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 um, and. Uh, Musk, Musk, Elon Elon going through this thing. I, and I've even seen them do some, uh, you know, like they're fighting. They did up the fight tapes and showing their IQ and showing their age and height about who's going to win the battle. You know, right. I mean, everything has to be put in that context, but, but we need another app. Like we need a hole in our head. Right. I mean, I get enough beeps on my phone about notification of this and nothing. No I mean, and it, what it does, it it says it's creating community, but I would submit it's creating more stark individualism, because in a real community there's sacrifice. In real community there's there's a giving of something without looking necessarily for something in return. Right. But in this in this environment, I put something out. I want a I want a heart. I want a thumbs up. I want to I want to respond. I, you know, it's all about me and my perspective and what I'm thinking and my pitches and my, you know, and it's like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I I mean, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it has value, but it should not be the driver of everything we do. And it seems to be that it's just that.
0: Yeah. Our dear friend, uh, Reverend Dr. Michelle Wadley, (laughs) who is a contributor, a guest here on this program, Not often enough, but we'll get you back on again soon, Michelle. Uh, And she's been asking in the comments, you know, what is it that people are afraid? What are all these folks afraid of here? And we have in many ways, I have this concept that we've become a culture that is afraid of missing out. We're afraid of missing out on the latest news and the latest stories. So we have all these apps that... Like you say, beep and tweet and share with us this and that and the other thing, and and um, we have politicians <laughs> that are literally afraid of uh, of losing their sense of power, and mm-hmm. we have, and in many ways, I think the general population has become afraid of of missing out on life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we carry guns because we think a gun is gonna threaten somebody else to do away with something. And but in today's reality, man, if you got a gun, you gotta be prepared to shoot the damn thing because the other guy's probably got one too. Yeah. And and that's getting to be part of, of the the scary part of it all is okay, how do we alleviate? that sense of fear because it's kind of the point where you got to be diligent just walking around the supermarket. You've got to be hyper aware of your surroundings everywhere. Yes. For me, it used to be just when I'm, you know, when you're driving, you got to be super hyper aware when you're driving. You never take your eyes off the road. You keep distractions to a minimum. You do everything right to, but now I got to be that hyper aware if I sit down in a library or if I want to have a cup of tea in a, in a restaurant or if I go shopping in, in a store or a mall or heck, I, yeah. even if I go to a street <laughs> party these days or a block party.
1: You know, I was listening to this lecture and it was talking about, you know, society and where we're headed with this consumerism because the, the apps and stuff is another form of consumerism. And the, and the gentleman who was given the, uh, the talk said, you know, he went to some place in California, this beautiful mall that incorporated outdoors and indoors. It was beautiful and big, big, beautiful place. And he walks in there and he says, it was a store full of nothingness there was nothing in the store that was needed it was all little pretties and niceties um that that had nothing to do with nothing but everybody was clamoring to get them right uh and they added necess- not necessarily a uh, very little value to things that matter and not that people shouldn't be have the opportunity to get nice things or 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 you know in that invest- but when we look at the, the, the again, like I said earlier, the, the, the stark individualism and consumerism and materialism that the com- country or the globe, as a matter of fact, now, because it happens in third world countries, which creates even a worse problem, we right. begin to not, they, these subtle changes begin to tear the under fabric of the society to shreds, and so societal changes plus changes in the in the climate and the environment that we live in are going to meet head on. We can't keep making, i you know how many pair of jeans do I need, right? <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, no, I'm with you, right? I mean. I, 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 you know, do I really need 17 pair of jeans? Cause one got the tear in the knee and one got the tear in the thigh. That's like, and then why am I paying hundreds of dollars for tore up jeans? <laughs>
0: exactly. Yes. <laughs> you you know, know, and and mean, I laugh because it seems so absurd. Um, in the pre, in the pre-show folks, um, LZ and I were talking about, um, a, uh, I think it's a print book also. I think you can buy the book in print, but it's definitely available on audio, uh, audible and other audiobook uh outlets. And it's a book by Richard Rohr. Now, Richard Rohr, if you don't know, is a great theologian. Um, and the book is called Letting Go, A Spirituality of Subtraction. And uh you've been reading, you've been listening to it, Z, and, and you know, I always take your recommendation, so I gotta go listen to it soon or pick it up, but us a little synopsis what do you what are you learning in that because i think to this conversation
1: yeah no it it really is and and the interesting thing about it the the lectures that he gave it's about uh it's a series of eight lectures about a four-hour listen but he's talking and it was it's like when dynasty does anybody remember when dynasty was on tv you know he (laughs) You know, we're talking 40 years ago he was making these kinds of statements, right? I'm afraid to admit that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he talks about how, even in Dynasty, that Joan Collins would go and change her gown three or four times in a in a show, right? And, and he talks about this whole thing about what real community is, what it means to sacrifice, what it means to give up, what it means to not try to be this stark individual, me, 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 me. When we look at all spiritual traditions, and this goes across any bounds, the whole idea is community, the unity, the oneness, the coming together to help and sacrifice and do for your brother Want for yourself, brother. What you want for yourself, and 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 am I my brother's keeper? These are the kinds of ideas, and I am not doing him any justice. I mean, he will, he will, he will rock your boat on some of these statements and that he's talking about. He makes a statement about going to third world countries, and he was talking about back then that he had gone to some South American country, and mothers who were carrying their children would give them coca leaves. To, to numb them so right. that they wouldn't cry because they were hungry. Now we should not be having that in this country. And this was 40 years ago, but it is, it is, I'm telling you, if you want to up your your game on spiritual uh, awareness and, and, and be shocked by the way you're living as well, mm-hmm. listen to this book. It, it is, it is, it is phenomenal. I believe. Uh, he's coming from a Catholic. He's a Franciscan Catholic priest, um, and so he he's coming from that perspective. So there's going to be, you know, if you're not, if you have a, 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 you know, an aversion to Jesus, the word Jesus and that, then you know, just every time you say Jesus, say God, and just listen. It's very good. Right.
0: Yeah. Hey, you know, our dear friend Linda is sharing and uh, Linda, you've obviously been watching this program a lot because you know where we're going. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, most of the time I see life as a spiral evolving upwards. Absolutely agree. How do we as new thought practitioners continue <clears throat> to contribute to building the spiral? We know we can. Um, and I, I believe one of the first pieces, Linda, is is to have these conversations and be aware um, mm-hmm. now again, I believe viewers of this network of new thought media network, we have that tendency followers of the new thought philosophy. Mm-hmm. We have that tendency to stay aware of what's going on so we can choose where we participate and where we, we share our energy and our vibrations. Um, and one of the other, right. We have to be willing to stand up and say, that's not how this works. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to stand for this anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, and a lot of it, we can come back to a great stepping point, I think, is we can come back to um, the philosophy of Gandhi and Martin Luther King Jr. And how, how do we address the issues of our day from that nonviolent perspective? Yeah. Now, it's not easy because if you listen, um, <coughs> and I have both used phrases that have violent uh violent um history a violent grounding if you will um the battle for this or we need another app like a hole in the head and the these images and it's very pervasive and it's very hard to get away from uh but i think that's one of the biggest one of the the biggest things we can contribute to maintaining the spiral of evolution is to start being hyper-vigilant, if you will, of our own language and And, what we put out.
1: And, you know, there's. I I was contemplating yesterday the difference between the word obedience and adherence, right? Mm. They give you, you know, so when when people say they're going to obey something, Almost always that means I'm going I'm giving in or I'm giving I'm giving over to somebody telling me something to do, right? Whether I want to do it or not. Yep. Adherence says I'm doing this because I have some kind of affinity to it. I I'm I'm adhering to it, right? There's a subtle difference there. Go look up the look up the definition between obedience and adherence, right? It will give you a whole new way. And that's why I always say we got these little electronic thesauruses in our pockets. <laughs> we should start using them occasionally, just like I was talking and listening to something and, and, and the word obedience and it just rubbed me the wrong way. Right. Right. Uh, and so I said, there's got to be another way to sp- express this. And I went and found adherence. There was adherence. There was uh, another one. Um, I forget it, but they all were subtle differences. And so I say that to say. You know, when we talk about violence and non-violence, right, someone might look and see a shark eating a fish and say, oh, that's violence. But that's a part of life. If that shark doesn't eat the fish, no more sharks. If the bird does not eat the worm, there's no more birds. If the humans do not eat the plants, then there's no more humans, and I didn't even put animals in there. <laughs> um, uh, but we have begin to, we have to begin to reframe and reconstitute, if you will, how we look at life and what we consider to be life affirming and life threatening. Right. And and that should be a basis
0: that we start doing things. And blind obedience rarely leads to life affirming no our our first our first image i imagine for most people is when you hear that word obedience you're thinking of obedience school for your dog and and what are we doing we're training the natural the natural experience the natural expression of a dog into something that we want right right and i'm sure nobody out there wants to be trained to be something else, something somebody else wants. But we allow that to happen by having blind obedience to various things that, that we all have to have a gun, that this guy is the best politician ever, that this guy isn't really a crook. And we're just going to believe what the crook says instead of what the courts say. And um, our brother Wayne says, love, love love-based Thinking will rise like a wellspring, and I think it it already is, Wayne. And and I think you have part of our answer here. That yes. how do we get back to falling into love more than defending our right to be the individual? Yeah,
1: yeah, and 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 you know, here here again is a word that we need to go and do some investigation on love. You know, the song says, all we need is love. Right. But what does that really mean? Right. There's God's love. There's a parent's love. There's romantic love. There's, you know, love of a cause, you know, uh, and, and, you know, in other languages there are different words for these different aspects of love Eros, If you go to the Greeks and, you know, They're they're different. So we cannot afford to use this one word to express all of the ways people show affection. People show support. People show caring to one another because it gets polluted and it gets diluted. And then, you know, people use the word so flippantly that it doesn't really mean anything anymore. I love you, so I bought you candy. I love you, so I took you to the movies. Uh, I love you, so let's have a relationship, right? Those are right. those are great things to have, but they they they're pretty superficial when you really get right down to it, in terms of expressing love. Yeah, you know, because it because there's a statement: what greater love than a person has than to lay down his life for someone else? Now that's a whole another kind of love,
0: right there. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we understand that this word is very expansive. It's 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 nuanced, and we are down on the low scale of the nuances of the love, and we gotta we we have to step that up. We gotta change that as we start seeing everything else change around us, <laughs> weather, politics, systems, everything.
0: Right. You know, I'm. I'm <laughs> My mind is chiming in the background with the uh, with the Johnny Coleman phrase, "It works if you work it." that's right. it and it works when you work it. And we're talking about this philosophy of of changing our thinking, changing our lives,
1: mm-hmm. changing
0: the way we look. and Wayne Dyer said it, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change, right? We know. That there is a modality on how that we can use prayer, spiritual mind treatment, affirmative prayer that we can use to change the way we look at what's going on in our lives. And I think that's the biggest thing. I know it is. Right. And so back to answering uh, Linda's question, how do we continue to build this spiral? We have to be willing to not fall into our old patterns of thinking But move, no matter what it is that's going on, move into that place of love and compassion and consideration. For okay, you just shot up a a street party. Where's the fear in that? Where, what, what drove that person to that level of fear that the only thing they felt they could do to protect themselves or to have the life they they've been promised is to then get violent and whether that's with words or with guns, because the words hurt just as much sometimes. Right.
1: Right. And, and, you know, one thing I think for the new thought community, you know, we, we use the term, uh, we're going to do all these things in consciousness and we're going to have these. And that's great. That's a great learning classroom. But at some point you got to do something. Right. Right. Some action has to take place. And 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 so we know we live in a in a in a universe or at least a planet where there's no one sided coin. There's always two sides to the coin. So we have to it has to go beyond just I'm doing this in consciousness. Yeah, that's that's where it starts. But if, 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 you know, if the automobile or the or the Eiffel Tower or all these things that we see that are marbles, they started in consciousness and they, you know, they had a blueprint. But if nobody had ever took any action, they wouldn't be in existence on this planet.
0: Right. We have to have the consciousness <clears throat> of peace, of love. Um, and that might mean we have to get rid of the shotgun that we still keep in the back of the closet or, or. Not let our children play with toy guns, or uh, or stand up for something um, for or someone when we see something happen. Yeah. It it again. We're in a kind of a culture where it's easy to say ah, not my circ-, You know, not my monkey, <laughs> not my kids, it, it, not my not my problem that you're being oppressed that Mm -hmm. you're being put down, that you're being neglected. It's not my problem and I'm just going to, right. It's the see something, say something kind of concept that, and, and, you know, most of us, when we were brought up as kids, well, snitches get stitches. Yeah. So it's not safe to say something, see something that is putting someone else down. But I think we're at a point where as a, as a, as a culture, as a race of humanity, we got to start standing up and saying, that's not right. And I might be the only one standing up to the whip right now, but if I do, then others will join me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and, and the, the consequences is as the, as the, as the old adage go, if you want to keep getting what you're getting, keep doing what you're doing. Right. So, you know, if, if we don't like the things we see, we don't like the way people are treated, we don't like the conditions that we're living in, then just keep doing what you're doing because it's, it's, it's going to stay the same or get worse, right? We have to begin to take some action, to do some things, to create a society, I mean, life-affirming, life-affirming, and not life-destroying.
0: Our dear brother uh, Raymond, Reverend Doctor Raymond Anderson, is with us today, reminding us: uh, faith without works is dead. Uh, treat and move your feet, um, and uh, and even a little more personal. Had a nice job in an apartment, a son, and when something happened to the people in the South Side of Chicago, he said, "That's not my business, not me." Mm. and recognized um that and we're sorry for the loss of your son raymont um mm. yes or i'm sorry this is a, a quote by mamie till um i was a little confused i was like i didn't know mamie yeah. moved to chicago <laughs> yeah, so, yeah yeah um, it's a, a quote there thank you raymond mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. but the but the point still holds Anytime we look at what's happening in our lives, in our world, in our communities, and say that's not mine, that's not me, well, that's wrong because we're one. Yeah. We are one thing. We're one life here, and and we've got to. I've heard you say it, not in a not in an overbearing and intrusive <clears throat> way, but we have got to start being our brothers and sisters keepers. Without a doubt. Especially when they're being oppressed.
1: And and you just think about it. Now, we have climate issues <laughs> that are affecting the globe, right? There are some small countries that are not that industrialized. They're not contributing to all the the, the elements that are causing these patterns to change or adding to them. We know some of this natural. Uh, <clears throat> But they are, they are being penalized for the for problems.
0: Yep. And, and the bigger countries yep. stand in that place of say, just don't do that anymore. Just stop doing that. Don't do that. And think about, I, I, I got a 15-year-old in the house. If I say just don't do that, <laughs> we all know what's going to happen. Oh, why not, dad? What happens if I do do that? Let me go find out what happens if I do that. So we've got to be able, as when we're talking climate change specifically, the bigger countries, the more industrialized, the more, let's quote, say, advanced countries have got to be willing to not just chastise these smaller countries because they don't have the, the opportunity, the resources, the money to do to Take themselves off of carbon and oil and all that is. We've got to be able to support and help provide those alternatives as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, and 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 not go in like we do so often in these industrialized countries. They go into these places that are rich in resources, and they say, "Oh yeah, we'll be giving them jobs and whatever." And and you know, yeah, you 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 you're giving up one dollar, but then. They take that dollar and come back and buy your stuff. So you're getting like a one to five ratio on your dollar that you're giving. So it's still creating a deficit in a place where that desperately needs some upliftment.
0: Yeah. Yep. Hey, And uh, final comment before we need to wrap this up today. Ongoing self-evaluation can facilitate letting go of what no longer serves us and create space for living in the light and love. Yes, Linda. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, I think that's our call today is to spend some time this weekend in that place of self-evaluation. And Mm -hmm. where do I let violent language slip into my life? Where do I choose to turn the blind eye and say, not my fault, not my problem, not my concern. Mm -hmm. Where do I make those choices of living an affirmative life or allowing, uh, allowing those lesser individuals to push an agenda of destruction and and, and oppression.
1: Hmm. I mean, we 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 have to have a mantra, and I think there's no better mantra than the mantra of let's carry ourselves in a way that we affirm life and not destroy life.
0: Amen. There we are. <clears throat> affirm life rather than destroying life. Sounds like we uh, a, a real philosophy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> folks. We do want to say thanks for being with us this morning. If you'd like to contribute more, please send us an email ministertalk at ntmedia.org. Uh, we will be back again next Friday with more here on Ministers Talking. Before we go, Z, any final thoughts? Um. All we need is love.
1: Let's go explore what that means and let's start putting it into action. It's more than a hug and a
0: kiss. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. And uh, as you were saying that, what jumps into my head is simple, folks. Be the change you wish to see in the world. It is our responsibility to lead from consciousness into form. Take the action whatever that may be uh but let's remember that we've got to be the change we wish to see yeah. all right we're out of here for now please join us throughout the day here on new thought media network we have got a great list of programming uh throughout the day chq writes and be your own hero is up next uh morning prayers at 8 15 rev melissa with the morning sip at 8 30 Emma Moreno with a daily Spanish language programming at 9, 930 is our Spanish language prayers, 10 o'clock practicing infinite possibilities with Lindsay Leinbach, one o'clock the joy show with Reverend Barbara Schreiner Trudeau. I'll be back with the good news at five o'clock tonight and Reverend Pastor Michael Mangus will be with us with the fireside chat at 6 so we've got a full day of programming for you here on new thought media network until next time we want to wish you peace and richest blessings bye now and
1: thanks for listening to this week's episode of ministers talking (laughs) we'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs world events and
0: any other (laughs) our ministers want to talk about And if you found value here, please share our sh** with your friends. Until next time,
1: peace and blessings.